On this Sunday, we're remembering and also celebrating the work of the Leprosy Mission on World Leprosy Sunday. And so in a moment, we'll have our Bible readings and then our message will come to us from Helen Walton, who works for the Leprosy Mission and has responsibility as part of her role for the Channel Islands. The first reading is taken from Ezekiel chapter 47, beginning at the first verse. Then he brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There, water was flowing from below the threshold of the temple towards the east, for the temple faced east. And the water was flowing down from below the south end of the threshold of the temple, south of the altar. Then he brought me out by way of the north gate and led me round on the outside to the outer gate that faces towards the east. And the water was coming out on the south side. Going on eastwards with a cord in his hand, the man measured 1,000 cubits and then led me through the water, and it was ankle deep. Again, he measured 1,000 and led me through the water, and it was knee deep. Again, he measured 1,000 and led me through the water, and it was up to the waist. Again, he measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross, for the water had risen. It was deep enough to swim in, a river that could not be crossed. He said to me, Mortal, have you seen this? Then he led me back along the bank of the river. As I came back, I saw on the bank of the river a great many trees on one side and on the other. He said to me, This water flows towards the eastern region and goes down into the Arabah, and when it enters the sea, the sea of stagnant waters, the water will become fresh. Wherever the river goes, every living creature that swarms will live, and there will be very many fish once these waters reach there. It will become fresh, and everything will live where the river goes. People will stand fishing beside the sea, from Angedi to En Eglaim. It will be the place for the spreading of nets. Its fish will be of a great many kinds, like the fish of the great sea. But its swamps and marshes will not become fresh. They are to be left for salt. On the banks, on both sides of the river, there will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, nor their fruit fail, but they will bear fresh fruit every month because the water flows for them from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. 
The second reading is taken from the first letter of John, beginning at chapter 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father has sent his Son as the Saviour of the world. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and they abide in God. So we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The theme of the service today is looking ahead to the glorious restoration that God has promised through his one and only son, Jesus Christ. He came to earth as Emmanuel, God with us. But before we start, let us pray. Father God, please speak to us as we look into your word. May we have a deeper understanding of your love and restoration freely available through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. At the beginning of the 6th century before Christ, the global superpower was Babylon. Its king, Nebuchadnezzar, laid a siege to Jerusalem 
and took 10,000 people of Judah into exile. One of those exiles was a man in his mid-twenties called Ezekiel. Five years later, God called Ezekiel as a prophet into the exiles in Babylon. The people of Judah, including Ezekiel, believed that their identity was bound up in God's place, Jerusalem, in God's presence, symbolized by his temple. Some believe this meant Jerusalem could never face ruin, but Ezekiel recognized that God's people had not kept their covenant with the Lord and there would be consequences. He prophesied that God's presence would leave the temple and that Jerusalem would be destroyed, which happened in 587 BC. But 14 years after the fall of Jerusalem, Ezekiel received a remarkable vision of the temple in Jerusalem being restored. In the vision, the glory of the Lord enters the temple again. It is a wonderful symbol that the Lord would return to be among the people he loved again. Chapter 47 is a continuation of this vision, which we're going to look at with three headings to help us. No matter how far, no matter how long, and no matter what. What's the best tour, I wonder, you've ever been on? I remember going with my family to NASA in Houston, Texas. And as I looked through the windows into the infamous Mission Control Center, I just pictured the many there who would have witnessed the landings on the moon and those who would have helped Apollo 13 limp safely back to Earth. The size of the rockets laid on their sides were immense. It was an ex- certainly experience I will never forget. But I would suggest that the best tour on Earth wouldn't be as exciting as the tour that Ezekiel experienced in his vision. Ezekiel has had an incredible guided tour of the temple in Jerusalem and how he sees water flowing out of the temple. A man carrying measuring equipment who is guiding Ezekiel through the vision leads him through water that becomes increasingly deep until it becomes so deep that no one can cross it. Ezekiel is led to the riverbank where he is told that the river empties into the Dead Sea and the water there becomes fresh. That is a remarkable symbol because no plants or fish can live in the Dead Sea. Its salt concentration is eight and a half times higher than typical seawater. In the vision, the Dead Sea is full of fish and fruit trees grow on the riverbank. It's a beautiful picture of the lengths that God will go to bring blessings and life to his people, to show his people that he loves them. The vision is a reminder to God's people in exile that God would lead a remnant of them back into their land if they take hold of God's promise and put 
their trust in him. Gabriel is a community health worker, especially trained by the Leprosy Mission to travel and find and cure people with leprosy in Mozambique. Every day he travels miles on his motorbike on red dirt tracks in baking heat to reach people in the remote parts of Cabo de Gado, the most northerly region of Mozambique that is slightly larger than Scotland. The average Mozambique man must walk over an hour to their nearest health facility. So when Gabriel arrives with a cure for leprosy, he is greeted with excitement and shouts for joy because people know he has come to help. Thanks to his expertise, a person diagnosed with leprosy can experience God's unconditional love. I wonder how far you and I would go to show someone that we love them. Someone was once baptised by immersion in a paddling pool in a church. The paddling pool wasn't huge, so people tended to be baptised forwards from from a kneeling position rather than submerged backwards. There was a man being so tall that as he was baptised, water gushed over the top of the pool and flowed down over the raised platform down into the church. The minister remarked that it reminded him of the message in Ezekiel 47. Of course, the paddling pool wasn't, water wasn't able to bring life or healing. No matter how long, but in Ezekiel's vision, the leaves of the trees bring healing. To a people scarred by exile, this offers great hope. God's people in exile were patiently waiting to the restoration that God had promised. I mean, perhaps you maybe feel you're, you've been waiting for the Lord for a long time to bring healing to you in your life in some way, whether that's physically or maybe emotionally. Let this passage encourage you that however long your exile seems to last, the Lord has promised that as a follower of Jesus, you will enjoy his presence forever. When people in Zania's village recognised that she had leprosy, they banished her to the bush. Together with her young son, Zaina became homeless. When villagers came to take her three-year-old boy back to the village, She was devastated, just completely heartbroken. Without food or medicine, Xenia's body became increasingly weak. She hit rock bottom. But by the grace of God, a stranger found Xenia in the forest. He built her a hut to shelter her from the rains and took her to a health post where her leprosy was diagnosed and cured. Leprosy changemakers, trained by the leprosy mission, were able to go to Namatu and teach the villages about leprosy and how it is so easily cured. 
Now Zaina has trained as a leprosy changemaker herself. She's able to recognize the early signs of leprosy and has made it her mission to encourage others to do the same. Leprosy need not exist today. It only exists because of the lack of medical care, the fear and the ignorance. But you can help change this today by partnering with the leprosy change makers in Mozambique. The book of Ezekiel finishes on a triumphant note as it speaks of exiles returning to Jerusalem and the city being named, the Lord is there. A remnant of the people of Judah did return to their land. The temple of Jerusalem was rebuilt, but the Bible doesn't speak about God's glory filling this temple. But hundreds of years later, God's own son, present with the Father through eternity, came to earth as Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus referred to himself as the temple, announcing that he would be killed and raised to life. Jesus paid the penalty for our sins, and he has brought us atonement at one moment with God. We can know his presence with us through the Holy Spirit within us, and we will be at one with God forever in God's new creation, where there is no longer a need for a temple made of bricks and mortar because the Lord is there, all because Jesus loved us unconditionally. In the book, The Cross and the Switchbraid, a country pastor named David Wilkerson moves to New York, risking his life to talk about Jesus with young street gang members, such as Nicky Cruz from the feared Mau Mau gang. David meets Nicky and tells him, Jesus loves you and will never stop loving you. Nicky slaps David and says to him, I'll kill you. And David replies, yeah, you could do that. You could cut me into a thousand pieces and lay me out there on the sidewalk, but every piece would still say, I love you. Later, Nicky became a Christian, gave all his weapons to the police and began to devote his life to talking to others about the love of Jesus. The power of of God's unconditional love broke into Nicky's heart and transformed him. The powerful image of God's glory flowing out of the temple, turning salt water fresh and bringing life wherever it goes, reminds us that God will stop at nothing to bring life and healing to his people because he loves us. Will you partner with us to build a hub from which God's healing and love can flow out to people affected by leprosy? 
A hub is a safe place where every villager is welcomed unconditionally. A place where those who can't read or write can learn about leprosy through drama and song and dance. A place where health workers and leprosy change makers can be trained to recognise the early signs of leprosy and provide a treatment and a cure. A place from which lasting change and God's blessings can just flow out to the rural communities. By helping to build a hub today, you are partnering with people like Xenia to work towards the end of leprosy-related stigma and discrimination. We're going to watch a short film clip now in which Dame Darcy Bustle tells us about the communities that you can help today. Hello, I'm Darcy Bustle, and I'm proud to be supporting the Leprosy Mission's Unconditional Appeal. I first met people living with leprosy three years ago whilst on a trip with my family in Mozambique. It was shocking to discover so many cases of leprosy hidden away in remote rural areas. But I was struck by the love, grit and determination of those working to find and treat people affected by it. People like Zaina. She knows from personal experience just how devastating leprosy can be. Zaina was a young mother when she first noticed discolored patches on her skin. She didn't know what they were, but when neighbors recognized the signs of leprosy, they banished her to the forest and took away her three-year-old son. Thanks to the unconditional efforts of Leprosy Mission staff, Zaina was found, treated and cured. Today, she is a leader of her community, helping to find and welcome home other people affected by leprosy. Anyone who needs help comes to me, and the people who once banished me now come and participate in our meetings. We are changing people's attitudes. I am so happy. I wish I could take my heart out and show everyone how happy it is. Zaina is just one member of a large community of leprosy changemakers, made up of health workers, public speakers and volunteers, all determined to make leprosy a thing of the past. And you can join them and become a leprosy changemaker too by giving a gift to set this all in motion. When you become a leprosy changemaker, you'll help find people affected by the disease, no matter where they are, and get them the urgent medical treatment they need. In the far north of Mozambique, Gabriel, a health worker trained by the leprosy mission, has been on the road for three hours. He's heard from local villagers about a young woman who is showing early signs of leprosy. If he finds someone with symptoms, he undertakes a thorough assessment, checking for patches, loss of feeling, and inflamed nerves. 
People often worry about what will happen to them if leprosy is confirmed. So Gabriel is ready to offer help and advice. Often, when a patient first receives the diagnosis, they feel frightened, dejected, and need supporting. We have to prepare them because the treatment is long. We also talk to the community. We invite them to a place, a community hub, where we give lectures about leprosy and stigma to reassure people. The Leprosy Mission is helping communities to build hubs across Mozambique. These are places of hope where people affected by leprosy are welcomed unconditionally. A place where they can meet without fear of stigma or rejection and receive the care and treatment they need. But a hub is much more than a place where leprosy is cured. It is the beating heart of village life. A safe space where everyone is welcome, where health camps are held and where communities learn about leprosy through song, dance and drama. Please, will you help build more community hubs by giving a gift to the Unconditional Appeal? And if you give before the 24th of April, your donation will be doubled by the UK government at no extra cost to you, meaning your gift will change twice as many people's lives. Please join our community of leprosy changemakers and help make this ancient disease a thing of the past in Mozambique. Together, with your help, we will stop at nothing to prevent leprosy and end the disability and prejudice it causes. That is unconditional. Thank you. £24, double to £48, finds and cures two people of leprosy. £161, doubled to £322, pays for a community health camp. £5,000 doubled to £10,000 builds a hub of hope. To partner with God, to be part of his dynamic team, loving and restoring lives, it costs only £24, and when doubled to 48 to find and cure two people affected by leprosy. £161, doubled to 322 provides a community health camp. And will you please partner with us? Will you help us to love and transform lives of people affected by leprosy in Mozambique? Will you help us to be the hands and the feet and the eyes and the ears of Jesus? As Xenia is trained and Gabriel goes out on his motorbike to reach people affected by leprosy in the rural communities of Mozambique. <laughs>